You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey there, this is Danielle. And this is Jamie. Welcome to episode 49 of the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast. And today we are talking all about negotiation. We know this is not necessarily everybody's favorite topic, but we promise to make it a little bit easier and hopefully a little bit more fun. What do you guys negotiate in your house? I was just about to say, when I think of negotiation, I think about what we're going to watch on TV. <laughs> that actually, is a negotiation. Oh my I, goodness. I actually feel like I negotiate every minute of every day with my children. Everything <laughs> is, and I find myself saying, this is not a negotiation. And my oldest is like, oh, oh mom, it, it is. And I'm going <laughs> to beat you and you are going to be crushed. But yeah, yeah no, he we, hasn't gotten our tips on collaborative negotiation yet. So I'll let that go. He's purely adversarial. Okay. <laughs> no, we negotiate a lot about what we're going to watch on TV because um, everybody around this house likes a lot of, to watch a lot of different things. I have recently started watching TV again. I think I went a solid, gosh, it was probably close to a year without really watching anything because it just interrupted my reading time. I really wanted to finish up and I, I call this the wrong name every single time. So I'm trying to get this right. The crown. The crown. <laughs> yes. I call it the queen. And I know that that's <laughs> the movie, like instead of being the TV show on Netflix. So we wanted to watch season two of that show. So we finished that and trying to find another show to watch after that was definitely challenging. And then we also watched, oh, what was the other one? American Gods. And now we are doing the one that we negotiated to recently was The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I think that's the right name for it. Have you seen that one? I love that show. I binged Very that one funny. really fast. How delighted was I when you told me you were watching TV again? I know. You're like, <laughs> oh, you're going to watch this and you're going to watch this and you're going to watch this. And I'm like, calm down. It's going to take like, me seven months to get through them. I don't have that much time. Um, I'm watching <laughs> Orange is the New Black right now. Um, How is it? It's a new it's season. Good. It is. It's 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 very emotional. That one was hard. The first, I almost got rid of it after the first episode because it was brutal to watch. And last season was very good, but really hard. And I was like, no, I'm going to push through. And it's really good now. I'm, I've sort of passed. I, I don't know if I've gotten used to it again. <laughs> it's really hard to watch at times, but it's really good now. So I'm watching that. Yeah. Negotiate. I mean, honestly, like all I want to watch is really goofy, silly shows and all everybody else in my house wants to watch is sports. So there's, <laughs> there's not a lot of negotiation. It's just whoever is the loudest or the first to the remote. 
we don't have any sports fans in our house. My husband tends to lean toward historic stuff like our producer, <laughs> Dr. Producer Don does. And I have very little interest in that unless it's like Downton Abbey. So um, he just watches those things without me. The one that we recently negotiated, and this was because of your recommendation, was the Ali Wong special. Oh, my God. Hard Knock been... Wife. Oh, my God. I am... You were just like, you have to watch this. This is the best thing I've ever seen. And I was like, okay. I, I was literally crying. I was laughing so hard. I've never, I, it was one of the funniest things I've watched in a, an incredible, in such a long time. She is so smart and so funny and so gross. <laughs> I have two comments about that. Number one, if you have not seen it, please do not turn this on around your children. Yes. Please. Um, Cause we don't want to have any upset listener emails. Um, and yeah. number two, I want her glasses. So Bad. Aren't her glasses great? Yes. I was looking at them. I just got new glasses and also another negotiation, but with myself. I, I wish I could wear that shape glass, but it doesn't, it doesn't look good on me. I have a very They're sunglasses. Like I, I looked into this like mm -hmm. hardcore. They are sunglasses that she had made into glasses and they are sold out, I assume, because I'm probably not the only one who wants oh. Ali Wong's glasses. She looked amazing. My glasses are are sunglasses made into regular glasses. So funny. Fancy too. I would have never thought to do that. I am just not you that like, creative, I guess. <laughs> you like your, you have your specific frames that you love though. I do, but I've been thinking about branching out. That's a different conversation though. Oh my gosh. That's episode 50. That's like, that's like the most exciting thing you've heard. You're like, we're, I'm going with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to, we're going to pause this recording and we're going to talk about this because I've never been more excited in my life. I feel like we need to talk about negotiation though. Oh, I mean, we probably much, do. People want to hear about that. Not my Yeah. Guess. As much as everybody wants to know about the TV shows we watch, how we negotiate with our families. <laughs> I think perhaps we should talk about negotiation, but we're going to talk about it in a really nice way, right? Yes. Because way too frequently people are just so uncomfortable and they think that negotiation is more about confrontation. We want to help kind of change your thinking about that and make negotiation a little bit more approachable so that you know how to strategize for your next negotiation. So I, I actually really love negotiating. It's one of my favorite things that I get to do in our law practice. And I love it because I feel like if you do it correctly, I know a lot of people have the have the mindset of if you do it correctly, everybody's unhappy. But I actually feel like if you do it correctly, everybody is happy because our first we have three big tips about negotiation. And our first one is that it should be all about collaboration. It shouldn't be about competition. And so if you do it correctly, if you actually collaborate, everybody sort of leaves happy. And unfortunately, I think negotiation gets a bad rap for that reason. But we really do hope that in our second tip, which is to follow the six stages that we are going to discuss in this episode, that it will walk you through a process that helps you get to that sort of collaboration aspect instead of the competition. And the last tip that we have before we get into that framework is always stay positive and professional. In any type of negotiation I do, if someone gets aggressive, I just get really, really nice. It's really off-putting to people who are getting angry because they want you to be angry too. Nobody wants to be angry alone. And so if you stay positive 
And if you stay professional, even if this deal doesn't work, even if someone gets aggressive with you, you never know what's going to happen in the future. It's so true. And I'm going to say that that was a tactic that I honestly like to use early in my career as a young female attorney. I would just stay nice. And then if I was dealing with an older gentleman on the other side, they often got very frustrated with that. And yeah, it was fun. One thing that we do want to let you know is we have, as we said, a six-step framework. And if you want to get a short workbook on the phases of the negotiation and it's got worksheets, et cetera, you can go to businessease.com slash successful negotiation to download a copy of that. So now we're going to get into the framework that we talked about it. We break it into six easy to manage steps. The first thing we want to lay out in the framework is that it's just not about a back and forth haggling over terms. Most people think negotiation, they think of the worst case scenario, you're in a car dealership and you're passing paper back and forth with the number. There's so many more phases to it. So we're going to start from the very beginning and we're going to start with the first phase of negotiation. So phase one is strategize. I think this is something that a lot of people really skip over. In this stage, you're planning based on your goals and you're trying to determine what you think the other person's goals are. So things that you want to consider, what are your goals? What is it you're trying to get out of this negotiation? Next, what are your walkaway points? You want to think about this early on because if there is something that is a deal breaker for you, you really want to make sure you have that and that you know and that you stick to it. The next thing that you want to remember are your currencies. When you hear the word currency, you may be thinking money, but money is not your only currency. There are a ton of different things that you can negotiate in any deal. So here's your to-do list for the first stage of negotiation. The first thing that you want to do is you want to determine the roles of the parties that you're working with. So who are you talking to? Is this person a decision maker? Is this person a gatekeeper to the decision maker? Figure out who they are and do a little bit of research to find that out. You then want to list the interests that each party has, both your interests and the person that you're negotiating with. And when you do that, you want to determine what you have in common. The one thing that a lot of people at this stage, and frankly, at many stages of negotiation, is they think, I need the person I'm negotiating with more than they need me. But remember that they're coming to you for a reason. So you have to consider what the other party's pain points are. And specifically, we you know, we work with a lot of influencers and we work with a lot of people in the influencer marketing industry. So in influencer campaigns, some of the areas we see negotiated are cost or compensation, timing of deliverables, exclusivity provision, what the actual deliverables are, and the intellectual property rights. So before, while you're in the beginning of your negotiating process, while you're strategizing, you also want to decide what information you're actually going to share with the other party. In step two, you are setting the climate. And in this phase, you're really concentrating on creating the right atmosphere. The first thing that you want to do here is set an agenda of topics to cover. Not surprisingly, I love setting the agenda. So you know that I want to make sure that I know exactly what I'm going to be covering and go in with a plan. When you create your agenda, start with something that's unrelated to the negotiation. Think of it as your time for small talk. This is when you are building your relationship. Once you go in to your next pieces in the agenda, start asking questions that are going to help you gain the information that you need during the negotiation. Remember, don't take anything personally. A negotiation is strictly business. So when you're thinking about your climate, you're keeping it light, you're keeping it professional, you are keeping it personable, but not personal. And whenever possible, get on the phone. 
it's way, way more effective than doing things via email because you have a better opportunity to create a relationship. Remember, your goal is to solve a problem. So you really want to make sure you're setting the right climate that will allow you to do that. So in your next phase, in phase three, you've set the climate, you have your strategy down, and now you are ready to obtain information. This is, for me, some of the most important parts of negotiating because in this phase, you are actively listening. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm a great listener. I'm good. But this is true active listening. And what that means is you are mindfully paying attention to and comprehending the meanings of the words the other person is speaking. In other words, you're just focused on what they're saying. You're not thinking about what you're going to say next. You're not thinking about your next point. You're not worried about anything else other than getting information from the other party. And to do that, you want to prep your questions in advance. And you want to ask open-ended questions because that's going to elicit a lot more information. And if you prep those questions in advance based on your strategizing, knowing what information you might be missing from the other side, try to gather that as much as possible because it'll help you understand their needs, their pain points, why they're interested in working with you, and any other information that you may get, particularly if you're listening And we recommend that you listen up to 70% of the time during this conversation so that you are just taking notes, gathering information, and really focused on what the other party needs and wants. In the next stage, you are clarifying your position. And at this point, you are taking in all the information that you are getting in the previous step and you are focusing on each side's position. Your position throughout this is what your ideal result would be. So right now, you want to look at how you can alleviate the other side's pain points while still meeting your own needs, how you can help them solve the problem. So in this stage, what I want you to remember is that everything is negotiable. It's not just your compensation. So we are all the way to stage five, and now we're going to talk about the bargaining. So if you think about it, we've gone through four stages of negotiation that have nothing to do with the back and forth, the bargaining. And this is the stage, honestly, that people most think of as a negotiation. And this is where you really go back and forth on the give and take. But you're doing this in an educated way because you have so much information. You have a strategy. You know what you want your end result to be. And presumably, you know what the other party wants the end result to be. So you want to look at and focus on the issues that are actually going to impact the deal. If nobody is concerned about timing, don't focus on that. But if there is a big issue related to intellectual property rights, that's where you want to spend your time going back and forth. And the really most important thing about this phase is you need to know your walkaway position and you need to know what we call your BATNA, which is your best alternative to a negotiated agreement. You have to know what your walkaway and what your BATNA are, because if you don't have them, you have no negotiating power. The power of saying no That's your ultimate trump card. And if you know at a certain point you're going to walk away, you're going to be able to advocate for yourself a lot better. So the walk away is the point where you say to yourself, this deal isn't worth it. And I'm not going to take it just for the sake of taking it. If you do have to walk away 
have in your mind what your best alternative to that is. Is it that you've formed a new relationship with somebody, that you have a new contact? Maybe you're going to consider pitching for another type of deal with with that person at a later date. This is where the positivity and remaining upbeat and collaborative comes into play. You can have a good alternative to a negotiated agreement if you're sort of following along with all of that that suggestion that we made in the past. I think that we've seen a lot of really good things come from deals that failed at first. Keep that in mind that a lot of good things really did come from a deal that didn't happen and from having that BATNA. So your BATNA may be that you'll have another deal come from it. So definitely be open to those possibilities. The very last stage is agree. Everybody wants that. Once you have gotten everybody's position and you've all agreed on the terms, it's time to memorialize it. Get it in writing. All of the contract terms should match what happened in the bargaining phase. And we do want to remind you, if you don't have a contract, and this is for an influencer campaign or for other types of deals, please visit the Business Ease store for templates at businessease.com. And that is everything for the six stages. Hopefully this will give you the framework that you need in order to confident, feel confident about going into a negotiation on your next deal. Uh, we like to remind people that just because someone has sent you an offer, sent you a contract, it doesn't mean it can't be negotiated or shouldn't be negotiation negotiated. I think sometimes uh, people are worried about marking up a contract or making changes to a deal, but I've never seen a deal get pulled because somebody tried to change the deal a little bit. Worst case scenario, someone says no, and nine times out of 10, they don't. So it usually works out really well. We'd love to hear all about your best negotiation story in the Businesses HQ. If you're not a member already, you can visit us at businesses.com slash HQ. If you need show notes for this episode, you can visit businesses.com slash episode 49. And remember, if you'd like to get the downloadable workbook for the six stages of negotiation, you can go to businesses.com slash successful negotiation. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, The Businesses HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group, for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.